0: Okay, we have a feedback in our hashtag show-feedback channel. <laughs> Unrequited Nerd Love writes in with a long-distance dedication for his brothers from another mother, Chris and Aaron. He writes... I am Gleep, he is Saurian, and this is the Fellowship of the Dream, part duty. <laughs> it's Kind of like French, but different. Uh, the second part, the continuation, and hopefully the conclusion of our first annual look back at the year that was in that partial solar system we call the Star Citizen Make Your Own Fun Time Corral. Yeah, yeah, get along, little doggy. TM, say it with, come, on, come on, say it with me. Oh hi, doggy! <laughs> oh hi, doggy! <laughs> I'm gonna see how many Tommy Wilson, uh references I can get in every show, you know, like forever. <clears throat> um, all right. And by look back, we still mean a look back at this year's Citizen Con, which we fully intended to talk about in part one, but didn't because reason. Okay, let's not waste any more time. This time, quick, quickly recap. That means put the bubbles back in the bottle and sell it again. Twist that cap like we did last summer. Twist again, like we did last year. Do you believe I'm chubby checker? I can see it. <laughs> I don't know if that. I don't know. I don't know if that. If that's a compliment or not. Um. All right. So. Um, Brief recap of what we uh, discussed last time. I, Gleep, uh, used to do a Star Citizen podcast, but that stopped late 2947 because... reasons. Uh, since we began doing Pantscast content, we don't discuss Star Citizen because... reasons. Uh, the time to discuss Star Citizen on this show has at last come because... Sorian, do you want to guess? Citizen CitizenCon? No, you see, you were supposed to say reasons, you see. I said because reasons, because reasons, and then I I set you up and then you say reasons and then I say no because five and a half years is gone, dad gummet
1: <laughs> That too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh okay yeah yeah you see folks at home folks playing the home game if you didn't realize i don't share any of the jokes ahead of time so um no that gives that gives us that spontaneity you know and uh,
1: and that's what i live for what i should have said was citizen con five six citizen con five how many citizens con we had
0: I think they actually considered the one in 2012 as a citizen con. Mm-hmm. And I think they've done one, I think they've done one every well, maybe not tw- they had a party. They had a, a party and I think they started in 13 so that would be 13 14 15 16 17 5 18 19 so that would be the seventh one. the lucky number 7. Oof. Lucky number seven. You know, that's a movie somebody made. Um yeah. The the last show, we managed to wade through discussion of two useful distinctions, yes, uh, our categories, distinction categories, I would say, uh, development progress criteria and engaged citizen perspectives, because we want to do a useful uh, recap and analysis of this last citizen CitizenCon, um, because we think that that's um, a good way for us to discuss how we feel about the project rather than um, perhaps just um, um flaming salt uh, upon a scorched earth um or you know swimming in the seas of uh, of saccharin swimming the saccharin wasn't that a primus album yeah, probably sailing the saccharin seas you know jerry was a race car driver
1: i think you could make just what a whole you- algorithm that just generated random primus name songs <laughs> Pretty entertaining. I'm pretty sure that, that,
0: um, that Les Claypool is actually an algorithm. Um, he's, <laughs> he's, he's much too thin to be a real boy. Um, all right, so um, back to where I was. Development progress criteria. Yes, that's DPC for short. Uh, so we talked about release, um, the release phase of a project, um, software, project game, development project. Project project, uh, and that would be future complete, content complete, few if any bugs remaining. Knock out the chalk sailor. This boat am ready to float. That wasn't a very convincing foghorn,
1: was it? Yeah, I think boat ASMR has a long way to go. <laughs> I'd have to do much softer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i need like a little bell and like some seagull noise like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then Godzilla no that's the jaws yeah well one of those things something in the water with big teeth um I wouldn't want beta. to
1: impose my uh, Godzilla impression on the world right then right in the earbuds that would be
0: uh, if you would you're more than welcome to I'd be happy to take my earbuds out for a moment <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I, I'm I'm getting far enough along in the tooth that I don't want to sacrifice any more of my hearing for science or entertainment. But I'm certainly willing to watch other people suffer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, beta feature complete, content complete. Uh, may still be working on ironing out some um, identified issues, but for the most part, the pizza she is ready. Mmm, pizza. Um, alpha, and I'm working backwards here. If you couldn't tell, uh, future complete, content incomplete. Uh, so, and the example that I really like is the um, the original Doom game demo. Uh, it came on a couple of floppy disks, and uh, and it 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 was bug free. It worked, worked really well. I never had any problem, you know, loading it or running it. Um, and the uh, the first three levels were free, and I've been paying for the rest ever since. You know, chasing that dragon. Or to be fair, that Spider Mastermind, yeah, yeah, very quick, extra skittery, isn't that a great name for a boss? The Spider Mastermind. I've got one on my desk right now, actually. Do you really? Yeah. that's awesome. Did you print it yourself, or did you? You? Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Now I got the pewter awesome. pewter figurines. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I, I like the the Spider Mastermind uh, was um, was always like my favorite because it didn't make any sense to me that uh, that something with a soft, squishy brain on top should be that tough to kill. But you know, um, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's space, so I don't understand. Brains are really durable. Bra- <laughs> Brains are durable. Uh, I wouldn't know. I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Tech demo, feature incomplete content incomplete so like hey ma look me no hands can we do all the fancy things we said we would could should maybe but in the meantime here's an entertaining interlude to pacify your skepticisms in other words does the ship fly yeah it does here watch um so i mean it's i'm not not trying to belittle that stage of any of any project but uh it really is this is the stuff that um, someday, one day, will grow into a game that you want to play. But right now, it's just a, yeah, we can, we can do that. Um, and then, of course, the ECP, the Engaged Citizen Perspectives, uh, citizen satisfaction, if you will. Uh, so we talked about last time the pre-orderers of the game, and that's those of us, and I include myself as one, uh, who gave CIG our money up front for the games and in-game assets to help them fund the project. Real simple relationship there. Uh, and then there were the supporters of the dream. Uh, the backers who engaged monetarily with the high fantasy nerd dream Chris Roberts shared as his description of the universe he would build. And again, repeating what I said last time, there is absolutely nothing wrong with engaging with this or any other project on that level. I mean, that's... that. You, you you want to you want to engage and support a project that you, you want you want that you want to see completed. And um, if you uh, if you don't have an emotional connection at, at all to a project, then you know pretty much you know why don't you just you know get an e trade account and, and trade stocks. You know I mean it's 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 I'm not I'm not I definitely want people to understand that I'm not trying to say that one side or the other is um right or wrong um well, actually i am saying that both sides are right um and, and neither side is wrong so everybody's right we all win um winner winner chicken dinner mm, chicken um <clears throat> okay and here i'm repeating myself these two distinctions are for demonstration purposes only no implication is given that they describe all or all citizens fully and completely uh, your results will vary, closed course, professional driver, don't try this at home. Um, and because if you ever leave a public restroom with toilet paper stuck to the bottom of your shoe, my particular sense of humor demands I yell that fact out in front of all the people. So I think it behooves to repeat after me, I am Gleep, I am Gleep, I am Do do solemnly swear... That's not sure. on a stack of action comics number ones no 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 wait on on my six forma prisma gracata, gracata.
1: I, I swear on my Clem bubblehead.
0: <laughs> that i do honestly and for true hope that a star citizen minimum viable product that's mvp yeah you, no i promise i wouldn't do that anymore um That I do honestly and for true hope that a Star Citizen minimum viable product will, in fact, release someday. Um, So that my most excellent friends who still follow this project, like a simpering nerd pack dreaming to get unblocked on Jillian Anderson's Insta... No, never mind. Whoops. Um, So that my most excellent friends who have stronger hearts and more patience than I have been able to muster may enjoy the fruits of their patience one day and then on to infinity and beyond. Amen. I don't believe it's going to happen, but that's not for me to say. For my friends who continue to support the project and who want to play Chris Roberts' developed Star Citizen game, so um, I, I have opinions, but I don't. Uh, I don't believe that my opinions should be your opinions. That's uh, that's entirely up to uh, you, the individual playing at home. Okay, and uh, a little more adulting time here. When I say that I don't believe Star Citizen will release, I mean that I have significant doubt which I can't reject in my critical mind. That doesn't mean I'm trying to convince anyone, I think I just said that, of anything. I'm just saying that I myself don't believe that Star Citizen will ever release, including most, let alone all, of the aspects advertised to me during the early days when I pre-ordered the game. I've used the Imagine trailer as an example of those aspects, but understand that I'm also including other specific things like all of the professions, like the hundred star systems, and like meaningful integration into the playable gaming environment of all the alien races and all the lore that we have been shown over the last five plus years. I mean, have you seen any alien NPCs other than a few Vandal in the Squadron teases? I, I, yeah, me too. They're not there. Fair enough.
1: Yeah, no, I I haven't seen a lot of NPCs doing anything, you know, alien or otherwise. Yeah, okay. Um, and finally, while I'm clearing
0: the air in here, the question do I want to play this game? Uh is a persistently relevant criteria for me as well. I mean, I just bought a couple really cool games that I want to play. Um uh and so you know, do I really want? Do I? Does Star Citizen make me want to get in my car, go home, and tell my wife I have a headache? I'm going to bed early, and then go game for six hours? <laughs> <laughs> not, n- not right now. It doesn't. Okay. Um, so um, it's a relevant criteria for me. I, I don't want to play alpha games, um, nor do I want to play beta persistent world games because I don't like starting things over. Um, I don't get a true sense of accomplishment while playing uh, the pre-release games, because I know I will need to do everything all over again. Um, I have and will, again, I'm sure, play a stable beta game to get ready for an impending release, but even then, you know, seldom for more than a few sessions. And, you know, I think of Sea of Thieves is a great example there, because um, Great Game was loving the hell out of it leading up to launch, but it was in those last then that last week or so of beta, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to go find something else to do because I know that all of this stuff that I'm doing now, you know, is, is going to go away and I'm going to be starting over from scratch again. So um, I just doesn't I can't engage um, with that kind of limitation on what there is in it for me. So um, and um, so why would I want to play a game like I believe Star Citizen was going to be? Um, and answers are real simple, my friends because I want to play with my friends I want <clears throat> I want to uh, I want to go out in spaceships and stand behind Sorian and say, yeah, that's right, that's right you're not so tough now, are you <laughs> <laughs> um, And it was very appealing also to get in on the ground floor of what seemed like was going to be an immersive MMO um, from the beginning you know it's like. <sighs> Cause I got into wow, like a couple of like, Oh gosh, it was how many years has wow been now? Has that been 10 years yet? 11 years? I think we're, I huh? think we're over 10, 10. Okay.
1: So yeah, that was 2004. So, so 2004. Yeah. Look, that's so weird because
0: I, I got into wow, like in 2007, I think it was. Cause I, I remember, um, um, I remember my mother was, uh, was ill and I was staying with her a lot. And, uh, so I was playing it there at, at her house and um, um very um you know and, and at the time I said man this game has passed me by what's the point <laughs> what's it, what's it got another 2 3 years at the most
1: <laughs> <laughs> some people would have agreed with you
0: yeah yeah and um so that's you know that is appealing i i got in on guild wars 2 launch day um i played um Ion, I think it was. A uh, Korean um, uh, MMO uh, was yes. in for the launch of that. With the wings. And, uh, yes, with the wings. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Kind of like Archwings, but uh, with feathers. I
1: saw the most amazing video where a guy, like, I guess he had the mouse wheel, like the scroll wheel, um, attached to a treadmill, and then he put Wii Remotes in both hands, and he would, he would run on the treadmill and then flap his arms to go higher. <laughs> it was incredible that's amazing. I love that kind of stuff.
0: It was a lot of fun. That was a, that game was a lot of fun. Um, and I can't remember what happened to it. Um, I think I think Gold Farmers killed it if I'm remembering correctly. Hmm. Um but anyway, the the graphics in that game were were really remarkable for the time. Um Uh so yeah, I mean it's that was that 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 appeals to me. I don't want to get into a project I mean, I started playing EVE also about the same time that Star Citizen began. So like in 13 or 14, again, I played it for a little bit and said, oh, this isn't going to work because it's um, it's not worth putting the effort in to try to build up a group of friends to play with because it's going to go away. And, you know, they, it did go to free-to-play. I mean, so they've uh, they've adapted to the times, I suppose, but um, it is still around. But, you know, it's also, it's it, I don't think it's really my kind of game. Anyway, I mean, it's, um, um, it's, not the, it's not the same thing. Uh, I mean, it's, speak about not having space legs. You don't even have, like, um, sp- space anything, I guess. I don't you
1: know. It's more strategic than anything else. I, I'm excited to see what kind of experiments they do in the future, though, because I, I think one day the people who make EVE are going to make a Star Citizen-esque game with actual action-y combat, and it's going to be impressive. You know, it's, um, I, I think that, especially with VR,
0: uh, because they, they did a VR game, um, was it, was it called Railjack? No, it was EVE Valkyrie. EVE Valkyrie, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I got, cause I remember I got that, I think it might've come free with, uh, with the Rift 1. And, um, and that was fun. It was, it was a little disorienting for me, but, um, I remember I played it with, um, it was either Handsome, or not Handsome, um... Uh, hardpoint or fabled junkyard i can't remember uh, uh one of those guys one of the adlita brothers uh we used to play it a little bit and uh, and it was good it was good i enjoyed it um so yeah i i think they're um they are a um um uh an interesting company and and a persisting company which i think is um uh is important nowadays all right um, and another reason I wanted to get into, um, uh, star citizen on the ground floor was remember a little thing called operation pitchfork. <laughs> Not really.
1: Uh, uh, oh, you don't. I mean, I, I remember hearing about it, but.
0: <laughs> well, the, the, the idea was, is that star citizen was going to have a beta and we were all going to chip in and we were all going to help, you know, um, the beta test the beta, test the alpha, test the beta. And then when it got within a certain uh, uh, time until launch, there was going to be this huge operation where everybody basically just did a a swarm against the Vanduul, just went into Vanduul territory with everything we had and just, you know, see how big of a fireball we could create. Um, Because it was the end of beta, so everything would reset, nobody would lose anything, and then the next day... We all start out at zero and uh, the MMO takes off. We know now that that's not going to happen. You know, Chris has already talked about we're going to have uh, some sort of, or Star Citizen is going to have um, um, some sort of a a rolling launch sort of situation. And I think they're already talking now about persistence in money uh, in UEC earned. So um, it doesn't seem like like it's going to make sense at any point for Operation Pitchfork to even occur because at, at, by the time the ships and everything are... Because this, of course, was assuming that everything would be in place, that it would be a traditional beta where it was content-complete and uh, functionally complete. Um, if that doesn't happen, you know, then, then you know, there's... And you, you stand to lose a bunch of in-game currency. No one's going to do that. So, um, you know, I think that that... Operation Pitchfork. I've not heard it officially, but it seems to me, uh, by the uh, the criteria of it, that Operation Pitchfork has become a casualty of uh, the way things have worked out. Is the plan um, still not
1: to um, to wipe everything once the the game officially goes into like you know whatever the, the first release?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Are they going? Are they planning on doing some sort of a are? Well, I thought at some point they were going to stop wiping uh, between uh, major patches.
1: So that um, that has kind of happened now, where the your inventory and your UEC will go from patch to patch. But I assume either for balance reasons or if they go into the next major version, they'll they'll still probably do a wipe, as opposed to it being every okay. patch. Okay.
0: Well, I, I hope they do. I hope, I hope that they do reach a point where they're getting ready to uh, release their um, uh, minimum viable product, and they, do, uh, they, give, they give good warning, and then everybody can take out um, what they have and, um, and do something like uh, Operation Pitchfork. Because that was a community, it, there was no CIG involvement in that at all. I mean, apart from, I think, a couple of the uh, um, um, community people you know, we're aware of it and we talk about it on the, the, the content on the uh, subscriber content shows saying, you know, this is this really cool thing that's happened with it from the community has come, you know, from, uh, uh, the, the grassroots up into, um, our, um, our awareness. And, um, you know, we can't, we can't say that we're going to be able to do anything special to support it, but, uh, we certainly do acknowledge it and, um, and, uh, at least, uh, as far as um, that, it's uh, it's a cool thing. We support it um, in, in that uh, in to that extent.
1: So, I wonder if we'll actually hope have you're... Vandal by the time the beta is over. I don't think we will. Exactly. Ex- exactly.
0: So, I mean, if if there, yes, yeah, if there's not going to be anything to you know to crash your ship into, why would you why would you waste it? Yeah. You know, why would you why would you Uh, set the clock on that because we still we don't we know nothing about insurance how that's going to work how components on the hull um, are going to be insured and how they will be replaced and um, if uh, you have specialty components um, uh, that you uh, um, either get as reward for a particular uh, accomplishment or um, you know assuming someday that the um, the what you call it uh, module for the endeavor gets in game where you're able to create your own groovy, uh, awesome components. Um, you know all of these things. There are so many things that we used to theory craft for hours and days and weeks and months, and it's stuff that that I don't think ever gets talked about anymore. Like it never existed, and I. That's that's part of part of part of the problem I have. So anyway. Um, not that i want to continue theory crafting because i've had more than my fill of that but because these are these are things like santa claus that at some point you know mommy said no i'm i'm sorry gleep there is no santa claus you will not be getting a ferrari for christmas <laughs> so you know it's um it's just you know again what it is um and i also have to um you know i have to look at uh at you know, CIG and Star Citizen. Are there there are reasons why I don't want to play Star Citizen specifically, and uh, those have to do with the company. Um, you know, their abysmal communication relative to the expectation, the ex- expectations which they set back in the day, and uh, their repeated failure to deliver on stated timelines, and uh, and then their habitual silences about it. You know, they they, they tend to clam up uh, and pretend like things never happened. Um, you know uh, evidence the um, uh, the vertical slice in 2016 you know it just it <clears throat> uh, you know they they did a piss-poor job of informing the folks that it was not going to be included in the, in the, the citizen con presentation and uh, they they kind of left it hanging out there like it was going to be coming soon to him and then some point later they said uh, yeah no that we stopped working on that months ago um, and it's like well you never told anybody. So um, we did eventually get something. What was it in 2017? I think is when we got uh, Citizen con In 2017 is when we got the uh, the, um, the vertical slice, and um, we'll talk about that a little bit more uh, later, relative to uh, some of the more recent things we've seen. All right. Um, so yeah, it's um, you, you know, it, to me, it seems sometimes like. CIG has treated their promise to communicate with the backer community like it was just another feature of the project, and it's a feature of the project. They couldn't make work, so they just eliminated it, and um, um, that's, that's not okay. Um, all right, so um, put it off long enough. Uh, let's, <laughs> what do you say we actually talk about the event? Are we ready to rock? Are we ready to rumble? Can you smell what
1: the Gleep is cooking? I I never know what you're cooking. I just have to hope that I can roll with the punches.
0: Oh, yeah, mean Gene. The cake is a lie. Yeah.
1: Cake is a lie. Is it cow tongue? I feel like it's going to be cow tongue. It's going to be a, like a funky <laughs> smell. It's just destroying the house.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lingua, we call that. Yes, back back home. Granny called it. Um... Never, never had much of a taste of that myself. Uh, it was not bad in like tacos and stuff, or but um, yeah. Smell, Grandpa, oh, Grandpa smell. Used, Grandpa used to just slice it right out of the pan and go, mmm, this is good. But you know, that that was him. Um, all right. So the first panel, the adventure begins, and you know when I saw that, you know I, I um I, my uh, my hackles. Do I have hackles? I suppose I have. Do 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 Muppets have hackles? Sure, of course they do.
1: I think it depends on the Muppet.
0: (laughs) I'm just going to say that I have them. And uh, so my hackles rose a little bit. It's just kind of, the adventure begins. It's like, dude, year seven. Don't give me adventure begins nonsense. You know, this is, you know, call it something else. I mean, words hurt, man. Um, And, uh, you know, you and I had talked a little bit um, a couple of days ago about um the 2016 presentation and how this presentation didn't look all that much better um i i think certainly there was there were some some visual aspects of it that looked better um the um uh and it had you know some different ships it had a um a carrick and uh and then also uh the uh the new ship that happened to be for sale, the new concept that happened to be for sale—or not a concept; it's actually ready to fly—that um, transport ship. The Ares. But other than, yeah, yeah. Uh, but other than that, I just—I didn't see—I didn't see anything that really jumped out like, "Wow, we've made a crap ton of progress here." Um,
1: but Glee, the wormhole graphic was
0: amazing. <laughs> yeah it was also amazing in 2015 when they showed it to us the first time yeah uh, um, and and remember folks critical eye here state of the game focusing on what has been accomplished so um, I, I can't say it's not I can't say it's low sodium but I'm we're also not going for uh, scorched earth here um, okay okay um, but my take um, overall was is a typical CI live presentation cringe event you know i mean there there were many visuals that were impressive as you would expect um some that weren't um there were no gameplay mechanics harmed or shown
1: (laughs) there was melee combat which looked really really rough and um turns out in game also very rough
0: Mm. yeah yeah i mean as I'm I'm thinking more of a gameplay mechanic or gameplay loop, I, I suppose. So yeah, yeah, you're you're right. I mean that was
1: there, and and uh, yeah. There should be like boxing, like betting on boxing. That could be a whole thing.
0: Remember when we were going to have betting on races at Grimhax?
1: Oh yeah. yeah, I totally forgot about that.
0: Yeah, that was when I owned all the racing ships. <laughs> I don't own all the racing ships anymore. Yeah. Um. There were some minor but no major tech blunders in the presentation. So, um, I, you know, aside from the FOIP thing, not working. But, I, you know, no one ever asked for FOIP. I, they they kind of toss that out there one time like they expected everyone to just go, Oh, my God, that's amazing. And then... You know, the streamers and and, uh, uh, YouTube content providers or content creators, you know, for the next few weeks, you know, did, you know, silly, you know, make faces videos. And uh, I don't, um, I don't know, I've never never used it myself. I don't know. uh, Does it add anything for you? Um,
1: I I think I saw Handsome make funny faces one time. I, I guess the trouble is FOIP has been broken for so long that I don't actually know what it looks like. Yeah. Because the whole no. containers thing, I, I guess it's it must finally be working now that they've got containers in the game, both client and server-side, but I, I haven't really seen anyone use it because the, the excitement's kind of died down.
0: Okay, well, the adventure began without VoIP.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, so, um,
0: you know, there, there's that. Um, Chris was Chris, you know, micromanaging, you know, right there on stage and um, you know, it's uh, you know, the the FOIP and and that it just, it reminded me that just like, you know, previous uh, presentations to a significant extent, this was all last minute kludge together. Pray it doesn't fail. Um, And that is, um, you know, the only time that it wasn't like that, interestingly enough, uh, in my, in my recollection was that the year that Intel was a partner Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I gotta think maybe Intel had Intel brought some people in, you know, or, or or something, because everything seemed to go a whole hell of a lot better when they were associated with, with, with the presentation. I you know, I don't know, you know, uh specifically anything any things that uh that they provided, but um that you know, I just that was that year was kind of like, wow, that this was really a good CitizenCon, and I think that was seventeen, wasn't it? There might have been
1: seventeen. I feel like seventeen was uh, pretty good.
0: Yeah, and then 18, 18 was not as good, and then and then there was this year, which I, I thought was um, just very very average. Um, but anyway, we continue. Um, and you know, and you mentioned already the NPCs that they appeared, um, just as they are, like sort of lifeless automatons. Um, and, you know, the player perspective, too, didn't seem to me to be much better. I well, Why is there no head bob? It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of creepy. It's like the head is sort of mounted on a cart, and they just move the head around.
1: Well, you know, it doesn't... That's a thing they had to go back and fix, um, because it made people so nauseous. Because the, the head bob is not like head bob in other games, because it's actually based on the animations of the character, as opposed to being something that's um... like a, an algorithm per step or something. But didn't they, didn't they like, um, like get a bunch
0: of chickens and, um, uh, you know, put all the chickens in Chris's office and, and come up with an idea. Yeah.
1: That idea removed the head bump so thoroughly that you don't even notice it anymore. <laughs> okay. That was well, the solution. It
0: just looks kind of weird to me, but I, I, I don't, it's, I don't really, it's, it's not that big. a deal. It's better though.
1: than vomiting, I guess, but yeah, you're right. It is a little weird looking. Okay. Okay. Um,
0: and then, I, you know, I really don't get why, uh, why Dev Dude was pointing out those pine trees as they were flying into, um, what was it, micro, Microtech? What's, what's, the, what's the, the, the base on Microtech? Because Microtech's the planet. Or is it the
1: base Microtech also? I think, uh, I don't know, actually, but the, I believe the reason he was pointing out the trees is because they weren't um, popping in anymore.
0: Oh, okay. Well, the the uniform spacing and the, the same, same heights and size. I mean, have these guys ever seen a pine forest? I mean, I know you live in the south. You know what a pine forest looks like. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's, they're just god-awful random messes, you know, and sticky. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's, I just, you know, I was like, why are you pointing that out? I mean, because everything was perfect. There was, like, exactly the same distance between... All the trees, and I just, you know, it just—it's very frustrating for me when they point out things that they and act like, "Hey, isn't this great what we've done?" And it's like, no, it's not. It's just very unpleasing. Um, so. Um, not saying anything about the guy. I mean, the guys. You know, and I'll I'll say. Um, you know, I, I do want to emphasize that I'm not at all criticizing anyone but CI um, or CIG, whoever the hell they are, uh, the upper management. Um, uh, in this first presentation, as well as most of what else followed the devs and the support staff clearly demonstrated that they have worked very hard and in many instances are very proud of what they have accomplished. And I, there's absolutely no reason that I'm aware of that they shouldn't be proud of the work they've done. Um, uh, that the project is in the state that it's in, at this point in the development timeline, isn't on the staff. It's on top-level management, and CR, Chris Roberts, is the face of that group. So, um, I, I i'm not i mean i ain't macking on on none of the dudes i mean i think that the dudes and, and the ladies um who are uh, making this whole thing happen um to the extent that it is um uh, uh deserve a um um you know kudos or um or the granola bar of their choice <laughs> I actually maybe a
1: thick dude I actually, um, I on that note, I like the side presentations with the actual developers talking a lot more than the main show.
0: Uh, okay, okay, yeah, and we'll get to. And I have some questions about a couple of those because, yeah, there's there's, there's a couple of them more. I'm just like, I, I have no idea what happened there, but you guys are smart. Um, I don't know why I should care about this, and that's not on you. That's on me. Uh, but um, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's um. It's not. um, uh, It's not. uh, We are not. I'm not attempting to impugn uh, anybody uh, other than uh, the uh, the uh, gnome at the top of the stairs there. Um, All right. So development status. What do you say? Uh, Feature incomplete. Certainly. Content incomplete. Absolutely. So do we call it pre-alpha or do we say it's a tech demo?
1: I I would still say everything we've seen the presentation certainly is a tech demo i regardless um but actually what we have in game right now Mm pre-alpha okay there is a game it's just i don't know it's hard to find the dividing line between is this a game and is this star citizen because it's it's certainly not star Mm -hmm. citizen it's extremely far away from the magical design docks that we've seen. Right, right. But it is it is a game, a really, really buggy one, but, you know. Yeah, but it's still a game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's... Yeah, I mean, well, obviously, the reason we're recording tonight is because a bunch of our friends are out playing Star Citizen tonight. So, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to... I don't want to diminish that at all you know I mean I, I think that they're they're having a good time you know and if and if um, you know they get together and um, you know uh, you know shake their willies at one another that's that's fine too <laughs> you know, no, actually, be um, but, um, I'd be kind of weird but i little <laughs> upset if I wasn't
1: invited quite frankly
0: <laughs> <laughs> through the internet
1: <laughs>
0: I don't yeah I don't I don't have enough bandwidth I'm sorry I can't play <laughs>
1: some vr chat maybe
0: yeah (laughs) yeah i'll be skyping in um all right so uh now let's talk about the citizen satisfaction so i think that um uh pre-orderers such as myself can of course be excited by um the new locations and uh the first real look at the carrick i mean you know that's that's nice a lot of people have waited for a very long time for that ship um, and, uh, you know, I suspect that for pre-orderers, their length of time engaged with the project likely makes a huge difference in their level of satisfaction at this point. I've been involved long enough that I, it's not, it's not helping me at all. Um, I would say that overall satisfaction um, um, is a, well, I already said that, a decreasing function of time uh, for most pre-orderers. Um, and I've owned many ships over the last five years. I've never owned a Carrick. Um, I'm happy for the folks that do that have that saw it and, and are are you know get a, a smile on their face because of it. Um, and the Dream supporters, it uh, seems to me that uh, they've had their faith recharged uh, immediately by this opening presentation. And there's no reason that it should have been otherwise. Uh, plenty of eye candy, plenty of grist for the theory crafting mills, um, which. Um, um, I think is um, is a an essential component for uh, supporting the dream. You got you got to be able to theorycraft, and um, you know, absent a complete technical failure of the presentation, I think the chances uh, um, of satisfying supporters uh, was was good before the thing even started. So and, you know, it came off it came off fairly um, fairly um, error free. You know, I mean, you could you could actually see at the end of the the second presentation at the end of the night um it was very um chris was very much um, relieved that nothing major had fallen apart he's like ah yeah oh wow that worked pretty good god <laughs> it, he was sweating and <laughs> that you was, know I, and I, I you know i don't i don't I don't have a lot of respect for him, you know, professionally speaking, you know, in the way that the project is being managed. I've never met the man. I don't know. I'm not, I can't say he's a good person or a bad person, but both he and his brother, this project has obviously taken a physical toll on them because they, they look so much older and, you know, so much um, less healthy, you know, and I, and I I don't, obviously I'm I'm not a doctor, so I, I can't, you know, make that, make a diagnosis but he looks like he was um, elected president (laughs) exactly exactly so um you know hopefully they both uh, especially Aaron geez Aaron come on it's like dude I mean if you need to punch out punch out I mean there's there's more to life than JPEGs um all right so um the second panel so anything else about the the opening presentation
1: uh no Okay.
0: All right. And I, and I think, you know, much how I felt about the opening presentation was how I felt about the, um, the, the keynote at the end. Um, there were, there were some bullet points. I I don't care to go over those. I just, you know, I don't, you know, I was, I was there 2016 and I, I read all the bullet points and, and, uh, and I, you know, I believed in them. I don't believe in bullet points anymore. So, um, you know, it was nice to see the wormhole, um, technically I don't think we actually saw another system, uh, in the way that the, uh, the term game, uh, will, uh, feature them. I, it seems to me like we got a loading screen and then on the other end of the loading screen, we've got a skybox and maybe it was on a different physical server, maybe a different virtual server, but it didn't feel to me like, um, like, you know, Hey, you know, the, this is exponential growth. I mean, it's like, no, you added one, you know, and, uh, uh, it was kind of like Elite Dangerous, you know. You have a loading screen with a mini game, yeah. Uh, and, and, just, and as soon as that's done, you know, then you're 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 in the new place. And uh, <clears throat> um, I would have liked to have seen a fail of the mini game that they were playing, but I kind of got the feeling that they don't have the fail condition um, in the game yet. So. Um, they were. I think they were really hoping that uh, the lady piloting the Carrick uh, would not fail. And she didn't. So, you know, good on her for not having to uh, wear that around the office for the next year.
1: <laughs> well, it makes you wonder if it, if it is just a, a fake loading screen, which, by the way, I have I have no problem with faking things in a video game. I think that's fine. But it makes oh, you yeah. wonder, if yeah. it is faked, would anything have happened if she fell out? Or is it even possible to fall out and... If she had, how would she get back into the flow? Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we don't know. We don't. We don't know. Um. So yeah, and what? And, and that was pretty much it for the second. I mean, they, they, you know, it was very reminiscent of previous Citizen Cons. Uh, you know, the 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 gameplay demo is. Uh, you get in a ship. You go to a place. You get a thing. You you leave. You head you head somewhere else, and they they shoot at you. Um, you win hopefully, and then um, and then a thing happens. So I think that's um, pretty much what um, um, what what happened there. So um, yeah. unless you unless you remember something differently,
1: I guess there was more stealth gameplay than we've seen in the past, which was kind of cool. Um, obviously, it wasn't amazing, and I'm not sure that the NPCs could have noticed them if. <laughs> if they wanted to right um right right it was it was fine it, it felt pretty scripted overall and not like a dynamic mission that i could go in the game and play there's a lot of cutting yeah.
0: yeah yeah it was it was interesting how the npcs all sort of seemed to wander in the opposite direction as, as the player was coming through you know? <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah but, okay, all right, fine. Um, second panel, Terra Firmer. Um, so, I, like I said, I, don't, this is, I think this is one of those ones where I don't have much to say about the presentation. Um, most of what was shared is way above my pay grade. But it does occur to me to ask how expensive, from a local processing perspective, is this going to be? Um, and I believe this is, this is the, the Planet Tech 4 stuff, right, or the Planet V4 or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, I know that back in the day, CIG said that Though Star Citizen intended to push the envelope of what is possible for a PC game, that mid-level PC owners would be able to play the game too, but perhaps at, you know, reduced fidelity settings. Okay, you know, that, that's fine. Uh, it, it seems like some a lot of this stuff is, is really going to be resource-intensive, you know. And if it's not resource-intensive, if you, if you dial back the settings... Is are you just going to have high fidelity assets popping in like crazy, you know, every 15 seconds for half an hour every time you go someplace new?
1: There are certainly methods of, um, of dealing with that that don't look absolutely terrible. Like you could take the Fortnite approach where um, trees are sort of grouped into big clusters if they're far away. So it's actually one big mesh of trees. And if they're even further away, maybe it's like a a dynamically created, um, billboard card essentially where Mm -hmm. the, the tree is always facing you as a big Sprite billboard. and it's flipping between one of 16 or 32 different angles, depending on how in depth you want to go, but they've just Mm -hmm. taken pictures Mm -hmm. of trees ahead of time. There's, there's lots of methodologies to make that easier on the computer.
0: Okay. Yeah. There, there are tricks essentially. Yes. Um, you know and and that's fine that's 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 (laughs) you know binary math is nothing but tricks (laughs) absolutely yeah um you know and i i think of minecraft you know and it's you know frequently you know especially like if you're in creative mode and flying high above the ground and you you know you're zooming you're zooming along moving into a new biome you know you, you you spend some time watching chunks load and um you know, it's not pretty, but given the overall level of fidelity in the game, you know, it's, you learn to deal with it. It's not, a, it's not that big of a, of a thing. That could be more like um, No Man's Sky. Well, that's, I was just going to say, and that's a major criticism I have of No Man's Sky, is that when coming in to land on a planet, which, you know, happens seamlessly, by the way, so this isn't, this isn't new. Um, no. um, surface assets are popping in constantly, um, and it's, that's total immersion death for me. Um, you know I much prefer a lower level of fidelity you know you know like uh, Minecraft uh, with you know consistency to uh, a higher fidelity environment in which assets take visible visible seconds to populate and I'm like thinking of borderlands Um, you know highly stylized which is fine by me uh, but consistent and uh, therefore immersive and since I um, um since uh, I was a good boy last year and Santa brought me a new um, a new graphics card, um, I've been playing Quake Two RTX, and that has really really opened my eyes to um, visual interest. And because I, I find you know the the environments in Quake very very uh, with low poly. I don't I don't know what the what the measurement is, um, but the ray tracing, the, the, the way that light interacts in that environment now makes it so interesting relative to other opportunities or other options that are available in other games um, that, to me, that's a more visually interesting game than No Man's Sky. Easily more interesting. Even though you know the characters are all blocky, um, you know, the... Uh, some of the, the the bad guys are almost you know, you can't even tell what they're supposed to be, but the way that light refracts and and bounces off of them is like, wow, you know, it's kind of like if you would meet one of those characters in the real world, and, and how scary would that be? <laughs> you know, like if the Strog showed up at your job and said, "Historian here," <laughs> no, went homesick. <laughs> So I mean it's I I, I and I guess my, my kind of my big point is is that Star Citizen seems to be chasing fidelity so hard, and it's may not that may not be the best way to get to a visually interesting gaming environment, and I think that at the end of the day that's what you want. Is you want something that's visually interesting, not necessarily something that's photoreal. Although certainly you know photoreal is a is a characteristic that has a, a, an appeal. I mean, I, I've been looking at um, at movies done on uh, short movie shorts done on Unreal uh, 4, um, and some. It's just it's like. You know, if 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 you're a Hollywood actor out there listening to this, find a new job because it's it's going to be ten years and you're going to be out of work because why would they pay you when they can just draw up the character they want and um, we're all going to end up <clears throat> uh, in a William Gibson novel um, with uh, you know uh, paying out money for uh, for sim stars. Well, you I know, can tell it's you, not
1: gonna... we'll have AI probably replace actors eventually. I I can certainly see that happening, but as far as these real-time engines replacing actors? I, I don't think so. You're going to have actors driving virtual characters. So, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who played the Gollum.
0: Oh, um, uh, yeah, um, Andy Circus. Yes,
1: Andy Circus will play everyone. So your your job <laughs> is threatened by Andy Circus, basically.
0: Yeah, a- Andy Circus is going to be the richest man in the world, and no one else is going to have yes. a job. get so. into mocap now as an actor. I think if you if you <laughs> get that opportunity. Yeah, it's like if you know, go to the store and buy those little dots and just glue them to your body. Body. <laughs> just hold it over of your body. I, I come pre-dotted. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyway, that was the thing that I thought of. You know, is that it's like, are you trying to be mo- the most photoreal, or are you trying to be the most visually interesting? I would say go for the latter. I don't see you know any indication that uh, that CIG is is looking to do that. So. Um, now, here's a question I had about this presentation. So, can you say, um, with your all your canologies, uh at what point in the overall process um, this group would or should be at, at the level they've demonstrated? I guess I mean, is... Um, Do these guys obviously have years more work to do before their tech will be release ready, or are these guys pretty much done just waiting for uh, other departments to finish their work so that they can um, uh, apply uh, the the content that they've created?
1: I think they've certainly got the MVP out and available. I think there's going to be lots of other challenging systems that are going to require additions to those systems, and like you said, obviously there's minor improvements to be made to things like uh tree placement by the procedural tools where it looks a little more random and a little less like someone put an orchard down right right but i think they're well on their way okay okay
0: good uh, i mean so it's it's not a, a thing where you're looking at, at the work that they've done and uh you're saying um uh yeah they got they've got years to go. Yeah, the the planet tech is not what I'm concerned about. Okay. All right. Good. Um so uh citizen satisfaction, uh you know, uh, speaking for pre-orderers everywhere because that's that's what I can do, so I do. Um I found this presentation confusing, um like the first time I saw Mommy Bl- I mean kissing Santa Claus. um yeah um sure it's fancy but is it necessary now that was another thing i had is and i'll get to this when we talk about lore is like are we in a situation where you have some of these groups that are way ahead of other groups and so they're they're creating content that um is sort of outpacing what everyone else is doing so um, you know, I I don't know. It's just it's a suspicion I have because you know, I've I've worked in 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 projects where you have a number of different managers managing aspects of the project, and some of those managers are much better uh, than other managers or have better uh, folks working for them, and so they divide up the work, and you you know there's the that manager that's always done way ahead of time, and you just and it's not because Entirely because uh his or her people are doing uh that much better work, it's because they're managing the work better, and so you want to work for them because you, that way you're not ending up with the manager that you know um, you know calls you in the middle of the night and says, "Oh uh everything that we've been talking about for the last six months is due tomorrow, so I'll see you at the office in
1: half an hour <laughs> you know? yeah yeah, there's definitely also so, a degree of I I have my work and I know what to do versus I'm I'm sure there's a lot of teams on this project that we know what we want to do but we're going to have to do like academic research to figure out how to do that <laughs> you know Right 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 yeah uh John Pritchett <laughs> Yep
0: yeah. Um okay all right so um uh yeah I I think it, again this is it's above my I I'm not qualified to assess uh, their, um, their status as far as, uh, project progress. Um, uh, but, uh, uh or, um, whether their, their, you know, stuff is, is particularly good or bad. Um, I mean, it looks, looks, it all looks impressive to me. Um, and, but on the other side of it, of it, you know, the, um, you know, the, this presentation was straight up dream supporter porn. <laughs> yeah. And that pun was intended. Um, uh, you know, this game is going to be awesomer than the awesomest awesome sausage smothered in awesome size. Um, and you know, you can't argue with that. I mean, it, you know, if, if visual fidelity and, um, uh, photo environments is what you're after. Yeah. Okay. There, there you go. Um, any other thoughts about, uh, about, um, uh, terra firmer?
1: I get my, my last thought on it, I guess is kind of springboarding off what you just said is the um photo reel for how long you know how long yeah, are we going to yeah. focus on fidelity instead of gameplay and then we have to redo assets and and algorithms for calculating lighting over and over again i, I feel like if they keep mm-hmm. playing catch-up with graphics instead of gameplay and you can do catch-up with graphics at the very end we're going to be spending mm-hmm. a lot more time on that and um And it's just a, it's a field that advances so much, even just in two years, it's crazy how much changes and you you can't predict that. That's why you don't polish things until it's done. Right.
0: Yeah. I, I, but I think that uh, it's much, it's much easier to sell a JPEG of a polished turd. (laughs) Exactly. All right, so the next panel, uh, micro-technicalities. And, boy, I tell you, um, whoever they got doing the naming this time around, worse than me. And that's saying something. Um, many of the same thoughts here as what was shown in the uh, Planet Tech Talk. Um, you know, how's it going to look running on my PC? Um, you know, they, and for me, the more they turn up the fidelity knob and uh, on many of these assets, um, um and I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, NPCs. Um, you are continuing to descend deeper into that old, uncanny valley. Um, and we'll talk a bit more about the NPCs. Uh, come, uh, Tony Z. Tony Z. Stellaris Ganza, <laughs> um, of glutinous uh, or gluttonous resource consumptions. Uh, yeah. So it's the more they make these these. Uh, truck stops or what have you look better. The more the NPCs stand out for me as like, oh my god, you know what? What do something? Don't just lean against the railing, you know, and then stare up at the ceiling. I mean, it's like if I see that again, I'm gonna kick you, or or um, you know, s- speaking of that uh, that photograph we uh, shared or that video we shared earlier, I'm going to stick my cranium in
1: your backside. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just bizarre. Um well, that's the funny thing is they look so real, you know, just graphically, but they they just don't do anything. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um so, um, yeah, um anything about the Microtech? I mean, you know, you had the um you had the uh the question, you know, the what's her name? Cortana um uh rip off there, um, you know, telling jokes, which I, I thought was just it's you know why do you do stuff like that i mean you know it's not it's not wowing anybody it's just kind of cute and for folks that are you know coming in with a critical eye they're saying why are you spending time on that why why aren't you doing something with all of the other npcs that are you know slowly walking into walls and continue walking into walls for you know hours on end you know it just it doesn't make any sense.
1: My mind just kind of glossed over that part. I was
0: like, eh, I, I don't care.
1: <laughs> What's next?
0: Yeah. Um, well, let's see. Yeah, so I, I mean, I think, you know, very similar to um, uh, to the first presentation. You know, uh, it's uh, feature incomplete, content incomplete, tech demo, um, pre-alpha maybe, um, although... Apart from the uh, the sneaky sneaky about and you know the uh, the rattling of, of the grates as we were attempting to um, um, uh, you know uh, steal the MacGuffin, um, I just there there wasn't a whole lot there uh, that I, I thought was uh, particularly interesting. So um, no big leap you know,
1: for I, sure. Yeah,
0: and I just you know and I and I it feels like I'm coming across as overly negative but i keep looking for something new in every presentation and i don't ever seem to see it you know and i'm definitely my focus is on gameplay on gameplay and on um an environment where i can go and live you know and play you know my 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 home away from home play environment and i it's not getting any closer it's not getting any closer there so um, there was the Mobile, so that was nice. Um, but uh, other th- other than that, um, very little pre-orderer satisfaction. Uh, but uh, the Dream supporters, um, they've called down for fresh chamois and moleskin because, yeah, baby, loving it. Um, all right, this one, this one, I I I I want to talk about the Loremaker's Guide. These people have not been goofing off <laughs> all these years. These, you know, Sherry Heidelberg or whatever her name is, she's, or no, she's not the one in charge. She's the archivist. Who's the um, the guy in charge? Uh, the Sort of the, the hound dog looking face guy. Um, I don't
1: remember his uh, name.
0: It's not Sean Tracy. I, you know, he looked like he could be Sean Tracy's cousin, but he's not. Um, anyway, um, they... They're kicking ass. I mean, so rich and thick, you know. It's like it's like the best cup of hot chocolate on a cold day when you've just, you know, spent the entire afternoon falling down ski slopes because you can't ski. Not that that's ever happened to me all the time. <laughs> no, no. Um, yes. So, but, the, you know, and this is a great example of what I was saying earlier these are people involved in the project that are kicking ass. And how the hell are they going to connect all of this content into a playable game? I mean, if all this is is information they are going to cram away into a codex that no one ever looks at, then what's the point? I mean, how are you going to how are you going to make this interactive to people so that they need to know this you know and, and you want to make it need to know in a way that's interesting you know you just don't want to make it need to know like it's a fetch quest like oh now you have to go over and find the book you know it's like no it's like you're engaged in the environment and there's something about the environment that you don't know so you know that there is a resource that you can go to and I hope it's not a codex I hope it's something like an NPC or somebody that's there who will be able to share some of this information with you And they'll be able to tell it to you, you know, and be able to tell it to you in a variety of ways and not just, you know, have it be a bulletin board, uh, you know, outside the bar. In this bar, you will find, you know, smugglers and, you know, um, those fancy bird people who uh, get really offended if you uh, eat peanuts with your mouth open, you know. I mean, it's, you want, you want something where it's organic, you know they they have the source material. They've created the source material. How do you turn it into organic gameplay? Um, and if and if they're not going to be able to do that, and we've seen and I've seen no indication of any of that happening, um, it being turned into organic gameplay. So you know at this point, um, I, I would say Sherry, you know just just box all the stuff up and uh, you know uh, you know make a tabletop RPG and start your own company because you've got. The great makings of a uh, of a pen and a pen and paper, paper no pencil and paper pencil and paper RPG game. Um, great lore, great great races. Um, when when are when is it going to be something that people can interact with? I
1: have no clue. <laughs> I, I would imagine sometime after they actually have workable missions and all the. The new mission system stuff in, which, you know, who who knows how long that will take. I'd like to see that affecting, like, the locations you can go to, um, the different factions that you see, the kinds of missions you can pick up and where you pick them up. Um, mm-hmm. If you see Tavarin in a bar, you know, you should have a reasonable expectation that you know, you know, why they're there, because it'd be weird to see Tavaran in a bar in most places. Right.
0: Stuff like that. I believe it's pronounced Teverin. Teverin is the pronunciation. Oh, <laughs> at least that's the way Sherry says it. So if the Sherry, Sherry is God. In Sherry, we trust. It's um, confusing. Yeah, <laughs> it is confusing. But you know, what would be really cool is if different races pronounce it different ways, or if different people, like depending upon level of education or um, you know where they come from, you know their uh, socioeconomic status that they would pronounce it different you know they would you know and some people would have a bias against the Tevarin because they have feathers and stuff and other people would be like oh yeah you yeah, some, know some of my best friends are Tevarin Tavaran. and then some teverin. people just have a Tavaran fetish yeah oh yeah yeah and it was like I like I like my Tavarns deep fried <laughs> <laughs> yeah what part of your Tavarns is the nuggets yeah <laughs> My Tavarn girlfriend's got the best nuggets. <laughs> oh yes, 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 indeed. Um, so you know, if as far as uh, citizen satisfaction, if I had pre-ordered a tabletop RPG, I would be ecstatic. Um, and if I was more dream-supporting in my mind, um, you know, toss a sheet of moleskin over here because I'm uh, I'm I'm bleeding out fast. <laughs>
1: would you? Uh, they will, of course, have to compete with the actual Expanse tabletop that's come out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I picked up the uh, the free, um, you know, starter setup of that, or the starter, you know, just basically the PDF. Um, so, um, yeah, interested. We should talk about that. Yeah, I kick um, I kickstarted it, so I'm interested. Oh, excellent, excellent. Um, all right, let's. Um, uh, let's move on because I think believe that the fifth panel was actually uh, Tony Z's building the universe without actually building it um, yes. presentation and um, but and I, <laughs> I just noticed missing from my notes uh, in the uh, in the panic and uh, chaos that has been the holidays um, I, I don't have any notes here on the the um, on the uh, what is it? <clears throat> Op- Operation um, Free to Play uh, module that uh, Sean Tracy uh, sweated about so vigorously, um, uh, <laughs> but I think I th- I think we can do that one from memory. So yeah, uh, there I, wasn't I a think, whole lot. I think there. I, I think we're we're good there. Um, so Tony Z, um, smart guy, you know, as as uh, as great a storyteller um, as, that uh, Sherry Heiberg is, um, Tony Z smart guy um very uh the the thing that he showed the 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 tool he showed it's a very nice um, economic model Uh, it's going to be a nice tool for the uh, the gms to watch the game Um, and i had assumed this was done years ago um, because in a previous talk that tony gave about subsumption a little more than two years ago it sure sounded like the game smarts generally speaking were a lot further along than what we saw there you know? Yeah. Um, And, um, you know, but, you know, uh, and, but this, this to me is actually what occurred the most like progress in development of the game. So um, this is definitely my favorite part Um, because the the system, it appears to provide a way to more accurately reflect the consequences of actions or events in a specific area of the economy onto other affected areas of the economy. Um, But, need to fudge some things because computer loads and stuff you know he was up like like, we have to we have to be careful if there's nobody if there's nobody in the force to hear the tree fall we can't afford to make the tree fall is kind of what he said and i get that but if you're running nine to one player character to npcs All it takes is one guy flying off by himself in his Mustang, one Mustang beta male, (laughs) off by himself, looking at you, handsome, hi, Um, uh, that goes into an area that uh, no one has been in for a while, and boom, what kind of processing load hits that area? Um, Because all of a sudden, you have to have all of these NPC actors acting like they're just doing their normal daily gig you know where, where are they going to come from you know are they going to pop out of the ground or are they just going to
1: spawn i think they're going to just spawn um, and they'll they'll essentially be the result of those probabilistic fields he was talking about where the the system in the background is determining what's going to spawn and then after mm-hmm. you after you leave that area and you're done interacting or maybe as you're interacting they're saving off minor you know notable events from what just happened um and then mm-hmm. that that's how that gets fed back into the system. I don't I don't think it's going to be very intensely simulated aside from what's happening in the game well, server.
0: Right, I mean it's just it's what I'm concerned about and what we didn't see any example of and what I would have, is my criticism of Tony's presentation, I would really like to see an actual one of those NPCs we saw at, at Microtech. Um, I'd like to see him uh, you know, um, jump into action and do what he's supposed to do in a real and convincing way, subject to actions taken by either another NPC or a player character you know and, and yeah. show us that you know just step us through that. I believe so,
1: that's where subsumption comes in and that that is obviously nowhere near done and it's it is fed into by this system, but I don't think they're necessarily that tightly coupled.
0: That's what scares me is, is is the coupling, you know, because it's like like right now we've got you know and, and, and you've I'm sure you've seen that um, that memeable pic of of uh, Tony in his office in front of those uh, whiteboards, you know. Yeah. I mean, w- we got that, and that's great. We know we know what we want to do, but can you do it? We're back. We're back to that you know distinction of the, of the tech demo. It's like, Jesus, show me a tech demo of this. You know, show me this actually working. Yeah. Um. You know. And it's like. So. Um, I think there's so, going to be two like,
1: separate systems working off the same data. If that makes sense.
0: I yeah. I want to see both systems working. They showed yeah. us one. They showed us. They showed the smarts behind it working. I agree. But they didn't show. Yeah. So I, I want to see. Um. Let's. I want to see a guy. I want. Let, let's just call him Hugh. And we we want them to show us Hugh taking the call at Moe's Tavern. Hey, is there someone by the name of Jass here? Hugh Jass? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you got a phone call. Hugh Jass, you got a phone call. Anyways, show Hugh taking the call. Show him going to the Get My Hugh Jass on a Transport Now place. <laughs> get on the transport. Uh, you want to see, I mean, you see where I'm going with this. You know, you should be able theoretically, you know, if this is like everyday life to follow hugh around and not actually be involved in his world you know he he's somebody else wants to hire hugh to fly some cargo you should be able to see hugh take that call in the bar follow hugh to go to um the uh you know the the transport depot or whatever get in a ship um you know even interact with hugh and say hey you need some help or you know are you hiring or can I pay you for a ride where are you going and have you tell you no or you know say yeah I mean do you see what I'm saying and yeah. I, and I, I I know that I'm really I'm I'm pushing expectations way out the curve but you know given the way that this has been sold to us over the years this is this is the kind of stuff that I would hope we would be able to see a tech demo of at this point I, I get we don't we don't. We we, sh, we may not be able to uh, have a reasonable expectation to see a an alpha version of this even, or certainly not a beta version, but at least a tech demo of huge ass <laughs> hauling cargo someplace. You know, because somebody called and said, "I'll hire you." You know, he was at a bar. He was out of a job. Someone calls him. He gets some money. You know, he goes back to his apartment um, and he drinks Drano and dies. I mean, I just, you know, I just want to, you know, a, a day, the last day in the life of huge ass.
1: <laughs> I will take the opposite to... um, perspective on this. I don't want to see a tech demo of this because I don't know how much really? of it's bullshit. I want to see it in hmm. game or I don't You're... care.
0: You wouldn't be able to, I mean, like you see it like suppose that they you know they put up the um the relevant tables you know the relevant database tables and said look here you know or even mock something up and just said look so the request is going to call it and it's going to hit this table this table and this table um and then uh the process is going to is going to run through and then you know a huge ass will bubble to the top (laughs) This is this is the most joy I get out of this game is is is, is making up things like
1: huge ass.
0: <laughs> and for all the money I've paid, I should
1: get more. I can't I, wait I, to I see what the procedural should. name generator comes up with. With the like dynamic NPCs, there's going to be some bad ones. Mhm. Mhm. Oh yeah, not as bad as mine though. Mine will always be the worst. <laughs> I don't know. Warframe I, has some pretty bad ones with the new Kuvalid system. There, there's some pretty bad butt-related puns.
0: <laughs> but, you know, those come, they come by those honest, though, because, you know, the butts, the Warframe butts. Yes. Um, all right, so, anyway, um, I, I can see I'm enjoying hu- huge ass, much larger than you are, or much better than, well, whatever. Um, so, I, you know, I just, yes, most impressive thing that I saw there, you know, uh, pine you know you know your your um your designer pine tree you know paint them on the ground pattern i i don't you know that's that's not helping me um you know tony tony uh tony's presentation i thought was was extremely was encouraging was the most encouraging thing that i saw yeah. um, but it also on the other side of it um, left me with a lot of concerns about how the hell are you going to run this goddamn thing you know or, you know how are how are you going to you know if you're having you know, this kind of difficulty with, you know, with your socks and your pantyhose and, you know, all your other, you know, oddly named um, um, uh, technologies. How are you going to get all of that information, you know, through all, to all of these places, to all the people that need to know it, you know? Um, and I get that it's little tiny bits, you know, it's probably, you know, um, you know, kilobytes of, of data that's all that needs to go through. But if you've got, A 9-to-1 NPC, you know, and we're assuming that that's active NPCs, 9-to-1 active NPCs, and you're talking about having thousands of players? That's a lot of kilobytes,
1: you know? Yeah, Um, that's why you have to have the dynamic server technology, which is... So I, I would say that what we saw in Tony's presentation is about a quarter of what makes Star Citizen special. The other quarter is going to be dynamic missions... The other one after that mm-hmm. is subsumption which those three those three are all pretty heavily tied together and I think that will make each other possible but the fourth one that makes everything possible is going to be server meshing and di- I mean dynamic server meshing because without that mm-hmm. you can't you can't do any of this stuff you just can't afford it
0: yeah yeah um well uh, hopefully hopefully those guys are um, are um, uh making progress i mean i don't i don't i don't know how you measure that um all right so um tony's thing it's, it's not even a proper tech demo yet um but still it's, it's odd it's, it's like you know it's it's like probably the, the least realized um uh presentation but um uh you know holding everything else constant but
1: by far the most interesting um, I'd say it's the most realized in some ways because we saw real player data in a thing, which is not something that happens in Star Citizen demos. Right. Right. You know. Um. Uh.
0: You know, and uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that uh, that uh, the the Dream supporters are um, um. Happy with it as well too. I mean, it was. I think that there were. Um, and um, I just had a, a thing here that popped up on my screen. Is why I sound so distracted. Um, I, I did. It was interesting because, and Lando uh, spoke to it in the presentation uh, that uh, people were saying, "Oh, yeah, that's going to be great when we have that in game." <laughs> yeah. like, you're not going to get that, <laughs> you know. And Lando said, "He goes, no, no, that's not for you." He says, "Every ten things we do, uh, you guys get nine, we get one, and this is this is the one." <laughs> and it's like Yeah. It's like it's like have have you have you ever heard of insider trading? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean you, you you get a hold of that, you're gonna be you're instantly overnight gonna be the richest person in the game. So
1: um assuming that it, it gets to that point. Well it's like CCP right, uh, has the same thing. I'm sorry? Uh, the C C P the um the creators of Eve, they have a, a really big policy at their company where they cannot um they can't just spawn in ISK or spawn in a ship. It destroys the uh-huh. integrity of the game,
0: you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You, you could destroy the game if you got hooks into that that process on the back end. Yeah, and that, Eas- that's real money, you know? Well, yeah, and it's also, I mean, especially if you get far enough down the line that um, doing a rollback isn't really feasible, you know? Right. Um, because because if, if you're wanting to destroy the game and you're serious about it, you're not going to go in there and, and in one day nuke everything. You're going to start putting things out of balance and then you're going to slowly work it to where um, uh, large groups are placed in untenable situations and uh, it's easier for them to quit than it is for them to try to uh, play out of the bind they're in. Um, so, yeah. Let's hope that that doesn't happen. That would be a horrible way for this whole thing to end, you know, is something like that. Especially, you know, um, as, as a reward for putting something so um, potentially um, game-changing, shall we say, um, in play. Um, so, pretend that never happened. Okay, um, real quick, uh, the locked-up thing... Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, it was basically the dude. The dude, he was, he, first thing he said when he sat down was, Yeah, I just finished this yesterday. <laughs> um, and basically, he had some bullet points that were essentially, uh, you know, notes from the latest whiteboard session they did. I mean, they, and he had a map. You know, he had a map they were able to fly through with. They didn't even have any NPCs in it, you know. Let alone, I mean, you know, you would think in a prison, you know, that would be a place where you could have NPCs just standing around. They didn't even have those, you know, so um, I think that that, you know, and and I think they're expecting this gameplay to come in in 3.9. That really baffles me. It's like if it's coming in in three months, um, that's what you got. You know, you you got one guy who's obviously flustered and some bullet points.
1: Honestly, uh, though, how hard is it going to be to add prison gameplay? I, I don't know. You know. I don't know. Um, what about what about
0: salvage? You know, salvage that got pulled out again. You know, that's um, you know I, I'm I'm melting my uh, my what you call it because um, it's just it's it's there. I mean, there's so much less and less to do in the near term. It's like you know, basically, why not just buy a bunch of caterpillars? Because apparently, cargo is in the game and it works, yeah, pretty well. You know. Um, all right. So, um, and then they had ship talk where they talked about stuff, and then they voted on some ships and stuff. I I don't think there was anything really remarkable to talk about um, about that, except um, in sort of the recaps from various people on the interwebs. Um, I heard you know overheard conversations where people were talking about you know so how much longer do we have what do you think like another another seven years and no one was saying yeah we have another seven years but no one was saying no we don't have another seven years it's going to be a lot sooner than that so it just feels to me like people are kind of pre-baking in an expectation of this is not going to be done for a very, very long time and that we're maybe halfway there, you know, seven years in. And that, that to me is very disheartening because for so many reasons that, you know, we've already touched upon, but basically, is this game going to be any good in seven years? I mean, look at the stuff that's coming out now um, that we're, you know, anticipating playing in the next three to six months you know, what are those developers going to have in the marketplace seven years from now, you know? Um, you know, and Tony's, Tony's spreadsheet isn't going to, uh, isn't going to, um, uh, you know, rule the world forever, you know? I mean, it's maybe, maybe what he's doing <clears throat> is, is revolutionary, and I, I'm, 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 probably not the right word, but in the context of what's out there now, but, you know, we, I think we kind of have an idea of what it is that his thing is going to do. Um, and that's probably not going to change. What they've got to do now is implement it. You know, once that's done, you know, what's what's to prevent other games who have moved further along in other areas of development from, you know, including the same sort of thing? And uh, I don't know. It just... It seems like the expectation that there's always going to be this market there for Star Citizen is foolhardy on on CI's part. Um, I think that there's a real chance that they are going to <clears throat> they are going to time wise they are going to undershoot their target and or um, over. I guess would they be undershooting or overshooting? They're not going to have it out in time, and demand will go away and. Um, uh, then all you're left with is those folks who say I don't really care if they ever release anything. I'm just supporting the the in, you know the development of this new awesome technology. Uh, you know, and those people those people I, I I really disagree with. I think that that's that's a, an awful way to look at other people's money because that's what you're doing is you're 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 saying you're saying that about everybody's money that's going into this. This project.
1: And know, who's to say that, that technology uh, will go anywhere after this project? You know, is is finished or dies or, or whatever happens to it? Who's to say that yeah. actually gets democratized? Probably not.
0: Well, it'll be proprietary. Who's going to own it? Exactly. <laughs> you know, they're going to try to sell it, and you know, and uh, um, you know, like again, I'll go back to the the um, example of these uh, these movie shorts in Unreal Four. You know these people aren't going to be buying that, you know, they don't need it, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, you know, because there's, like you, like you said, there's lots of clever ways to get things done in a video game, you know, they're not creating anything that can't be, you know, um, replicated, imitated, or, or um, emulated in some other way, I don't think.
1: No, and I wouldn't even go as far as to say they've made anything that's really necessarily new or they haven't really made it first to the market or anything. It's just mm-hmm. having all of that in the same game really is what's different. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, maybe, maybe this time next year we'll be talking about how awesome, um, four point whatever is, you know, I, I don't know, but anyway, um, so do want to, before we get out of here, um, uh, talk about, uh, the, um, um I just I can't when I think of it I can't come up with any other name for it uh, than Planet Side 2. <laughs> it's just it's you you know it sure it looked like it looked like good planet side 2 fun. Um and uh you know they um uh Sean Tracy you know in in the uh in the depths of his uh, Adderall sweats were <laughs> was uh was you know very excited about it, and you know, and, and uh, you know, as long as it's taking them to do everything else, it's it's kind of interesting that he said, "Oh yeah, we threw this together over the last six months." And he's like, "Really? Okay, okay." Um, interesting that it's never it's never been on any of the roadmaps. It's never been on anybody's um, like when are you going to get this done list, you know? But there it is.
1: Um, My question and, is, why does it take six months to just make a new? map basically
0: yeah i don't know i don't know and well you know and he says they've been working on it for six months but we're gonna have it out to you sometime next year so yeah. um you know maybe maybe it'll be done for q2 maybe q3 of, of 2020 Well, we gotta um, get the cutscenes you know. in
1: game you know that's more important than fun yeah well, you see, that's actually he was saying the
0: exact opposite. He was saying we've always been fidelity, fidelity, fidelity. Take a drink. Now we're saying we got to put the fun in first, and then we'll put the fidelity around the fun. You know, and you could you could hear Chris in the on, in the back uh, on the backstage just going, no, no. <laughs> but then they don't do that's that. Wrong. Yeah, I was, I was no! all on board with that speech, and you know, and like Sandy like whipping him, you know, with a with a. Wiffle ball bat saying, down. Stop it. <laughs> Assuming she was actually there.
1: Well, I, think, um, I think Aaron might have been the one you know. No. Yes. I would say Aaron,
0: no. Aaron Aaron Well Aaron Aaron would have would have had a cricket, uh, like a plastic cricket paddle. Yeah. Whatever they are, you know. Yeah. <coughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um so interesting. Um I mean I played Planet Side 2. I sucked at it. Had some fun, you know, played with, played with, with guys, you know, uh, from those guys with ships. We had some fun. It's never been a game that's held my um, um, uh, interest for long because there, it's so much, you know, um, die, spawn, repeat, at least for me. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't mind the die and respawn games. I mean, you and I had a hell of a time. Um, I mean, like a good hell of a time. Like a lot of fun last night playing Destiny 2. Um, and you know, I you know I I I think I die less now than I, I did when I first started playing the game, but I still die a lot. But it's 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 always a lot of fun, and it's it's very seldom frustrating except when you can't find the exit from a map.
1: <laughs> I will say, Destiny's not supposed to be a die respawn game unless you're playing PvP. That's um, a personal choice, let's say.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, I suck, but that's okay. But I I, I enjoy it. You know, I enjoy it, and I. I enjoy it in a way that I never did enjoy Planet Side Two, um, and then with Planet Side Two, you also have that kind of. Um, well, I guess Destiny Two is a free-to-play as well, so you yeah. know, that's it's um, not really uh, all that much different. But um, Planet Side Two, um, it's just not something that uh, I, I. You know, actually, it was one of the first Side was one of the first games that I um, started playing on PC because when I came back to gaming after one of my hiatus. Um, uh, I was, uh, in, uh, it was around the time of the original, uh, Xbox launch, um, uh, which, um, uh, you know, and Halo was what sucked me in, and then we were talking before we started recording about, uh, uh, Max Payne, um, uh, was out for Xbox, and I loved those two games and played them for hours and hours and hours, and, um. Um, same developer uh, that did the Max Payne is also involved with Control, which I just got last night for uh, for my new graphics card, and um, I think I'm going to be uh, enjoying that a lot too. And did did you see? Um, I posted somewhere. I don't know if you saw it or not. That um, uh, Deliver Us the Moon is um, uh, they released the RTX functionality for that. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, and 20 bucks, you know, so I, I, I picked it up. I'll give it a try um, just because there aren't a whole lot of RTX games out there except for, you know, like the high price ones. It was weird because I, I went to, um, um, and I apologize, I'm sidestepping here, but we I went out to Epic because that's the only place you can get uh, control for PC that I'm aware of, um, and uh, uh, they had it on discount. I ended up getting it for half price, which... Um, uh, with a coupon and uh, also um, just their holiday sale, so um, uh, that felt a lot easier than uh, shelling out 60 bucks for a game. I wasn't really sure I was going to um, enjoy it or not, but so far yeah. I'm enjoying it. So um, I'll, we'll certainly uh, talk about that next time because we got so much to talk about when we uh, record in January. You know, with the Red Dead and and um, the Destiny and and all these other things, um, uh, Bone Works and. Um, uh, we still won't have Alex by that point but um, uh, uh, it's good to know that we will have plenty to pick from but back to uh, Planetside 2 in Star Citizen uh, you know do, do you, you can can one of us remember the name you think uh What's it it was Operation Shoot'em Up was the, the, the presentation title I think um Are you looking? I'm looking.
1: Looking.
0: Uh,
1: I'm excited to see combined arms in a replayable game mode, though, because it would be a lot easier to practice, I guess, as opposed to having to Mm -hmm. wait 30, 45 minutes to get back to wherever the hell I'm going. Yes, yes.
0: And um, that is one of the prevailing opinions about, you know, because there was a lot of, what the hell? <laughs> um, Where did this come from and why? I mean, you know, and you would think about, you know, the, the, the hardcore space simmers, they're, they're probably not particularly happy about this because that's not why they got involved in the project. They, they wanted, you know, essentially a, a richer elite dangerous, and, and that's not what this is. Um, and uh, uh, but uh, one of the prevailing opinions about it is that they need this for balance to balance stuff in preparation for Squadron 42 which I don't understand really because this is decidedly a multiplayer game I don't even know if there's going to be any AI in this game at all um, and Squadron 42 is all AI yeah, I don't think you that know, makes it, any sense yeah, I think it's for balancing um, Star
1: Citizen.
0: Yeah. Okay. And I also think that it is um, the potentially this is a new revenue source for them because this is something that they could, if they if it can catch on, they can price it such that you get access to this, um, you don't have to buy a starter ship, you don't have to buy. Um, anything you know you can do you know they could do like a, a subscription thing or they could do it e- very easily do a free to play thing um, and uh, you know they may be coming in you know sort of after after the barn door is closed on the free to play model but um, um, who knows you know it could be that as well but um, I, I think I, I don't see it as um, I, I see it as kind of personally personally uh it may be it may be the best thing for the project at this point um personally i just see it as another diversion from the reasons that i back the game to begin with you know because there's there's nothing in this that i back the game for um uh, i may play it i don't know um i have no intention of playing anything um star citizen related for a while but um You know, if it comes out and it's not broken and um, it's fun and uh, all my friends are are into it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm uh, I'm 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 uh, I'm not I'm a I'm an asshole, but I'm not a dick or I'm a dick. I'm not an asshole. I don't don't know. One or the other. But um, I'm not I'm only so stubborn, um, but um, we'll see what happens with that. Um,
1: What do you think this whole thing is about? I think the the free-to-play model or whatever extra revenue stream idea is interesting. Um, I don't think they would do that. I think Chris is a lot more interested in making money off of his dream of sort of making movies and video games. I think think he thinks that, or in general, I think that the team thinks that that would be beneath them, and they don't need to do that. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I, I just don't see that happening, but I, I do think that it is a balancing thing for Star Citizen. And I think it's also, um, I think I just want to give people something to do. Personally, like I'm, I'm really in, into the um, the FPS combat and the the combination of that with you know tanks and vehicle like cars and spaceships. I think that's a really interesting formula for a game that you don't see. A lot especially not in a sci-fi game um and i that's the part of the game that i'm that i'm really into and it would be nice to mm-hmm. have somewhere to practice that that's um it's low risk uh low time investment and I, that's kind of what i wanted at a star marine but star marine there's only so much to do and it's not that different from other games it's just buggy or you know
0: mm-hmm yeah, well, I mean, it's whatever the reason, you know, um, if they if they do something that's fun for, you know, more fun for more people, I think that that's good. I mean, I don't know, I don't monitor player counts or anything like that. Um, the, um, the financials that came out uh, seem to indicate that they still have a lot of money coming in. Um, I don't know where that's coming from. Uh, it doesn't, uh, a lot of that doesn't make sense to me, but... Unfortunately, we don't have visibility into that, into a lot of that type of information, um, because you know the one thing that would make me even less enamored with CI would be to find out that they're um, that uh, in addition to um, not communicating much at all, that the the communication that they're doing is uh, fraudulent. Um, so uh, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just I'm just saying I really hope it's not the case, um, and um, Uh, but you know, maybe at some point, you know, the JPEG spaceship thing dries up, that well dries up, and so, um, you know, maybe it maybe it makes smart long term planning sense to put something like this in there as an alternate, um, uh, revenue stream, uh, because it would be better to have it in place, um, and not need it than to need it and not not and have it be two years out, you know, yeah. Um, so it
1: makes sense. We'll see.
0: All all I know is that my friend turd has a baby Yoda butt plug. So Mm -hmm. at at the end of the day, everything else is superfluous. I
1: think we have a show title. (laughs) (laughs) Baby Yoda butt plug.
0: All right. So where it goes from here, we don't know. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that I, um, a lot of the stuff that I watch covering Star Citizen and I don't. I mean, leading up to this show I watched a lot, you know, and leading up to Citizen Con I, I watched a lot uh, of stuff and listened to a lot of stuff. Uh but, you know, it still seems to me overly focused around theory crafting and um uh you know, someday, one day this is what we're gonna do to have fun. Um so I don't know, we'll we'll see if that changes anytime uh anytime soon. Um, you know, because you know at this point by this point I had hoped uh, that the video content or the the creator content that we would be seeing would be about um, alliances of warring organizations um, and and how much you know uh, IRL value got destroyed in the last mega battle and how one player managed to spy his or her way behind enemy lines and abscond with all of the codes or whatever you know yeah you know Eve type of stuff which was the stuff that we were talking about when we first began this whole thing um back seven years ago <clears throat> or five five and a half years ago now for for those guys with ships is the can you imagine how cool this is going to be when we're able to have all of these you know um, much these much more amazing first person perspective ships in these huge battles without time dilation you know yeah it's going to be awesome it's going to be awesome and i i you know i don't i don't feel five years closer to that but you know oh well um no right, right now we have did you see how his hands were shaking because it's so cold out of doors in a blizzard <laughs> yeah I did I saw that I saw that it's cold um you know my my character in Red Dead redemption shakes too when she gets cold and I put on gloves and it's great it's great and I have a Krampus shotgun so what do you got buster um that's I, that's about all I got
1: yeah. anything else it's that's a, that's a lot of minor improvements that I personally don't really care about and um, I just I just want to see the the major stuff that's important to the game actually getting finished I want to see I want to see some progress on that and I didn't see a lot of progress on that this year or last year or the year before that it seems like everything big on the roadmap is always getting pushed back yep 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 I don't know.
0: Um, do you feel like your sodium levels have lowered um, because of this? Because of this show?
1: Maybe. I, I feel like if, if anything, at this point, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of giving up. <laughs> you know, my my sodium is lower because I'm, I'm losing the ability to care. I'm, I can't be disappointed because I've I, I don't have anything left.
0: Oh, well, I I guess I'll take that as a positive sign that I still have great capacity to be disappointed. (laughs) 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 Every morning when I fall out of bed, I become disappointed and it just goes downhill from there. (laughs) Not because of Star Citizen. Yes. Well, yeah, you know, partially because of
1: Star Citizen. I have a lot more capacity to be disappointed by the
0: world. These are great problems to have, you know, because, you know, we have good friends and we have lots of good games to play with them, so... um, the one that we all showed up here to play um, we don't but um a lot of that is personal choice uh but you know it's uh we'll uh, we'll reconvene in a year and see uh see what has changed
1: yeah maybe we'll have sandworms by then yay sandworms i got a sandworm for you
0: <laughs> Tavarin
1: nuggets show me your quizat sethrak
0: <laughs> i am still glee he is still sorry, and this has been Fellowship of the Dream Part Duty. Um, that means two. Uh, brought to you by the fine folks over at the Pants Cast Family Shows, a wholly owned subsidiary of Glebe's Gaming Network TM, where all our shows come with a stylish, disposable bib and moist towelette. That's not mustard. Mm-mm. Tell a friend. And please do be sure to go to bleepsgaming.fun for stuff and links, particularly, particularly, or in particular, the one you click on to come hang with us over on our Discord server, where you can let us see your Citizen Chaps. Yeah, yeah. Assless, Assless Citizen Chaps. Yeah. woo,
1: woo, 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 woo. woo. <laughs> I'm still holding out hope that I can be more deep in Star Citizen.
0: Uh, dude, you know, I mean, you should, like, paint your eyes blue. It'll be awesome. Yeah. More deep, you've already got a weirding module, don't you? Oh, yeah. No. See? They you want know, You're halfway there. <laughs> He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is uh, that that's
1: uptempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying.
0: All right, and let's go ahead and. See.